Welcome to Eat, Capture, Share, the podcast for food bloggers and food photographers who want to earn an income doing what they love. My name is Kimberly. I'm your host. Episode 118. Welcome back, everybody, to the Eat, Capture, Share podcast. My name is Kimberly Espinel. I'm a food photographer, food photography teacher. I'm the author of the Amazon bestselling book, Creative Food Photography, and a creative business mentor for food photographers, food bloggers, and food content creators just like you. And I'm bringing you a little solo episode today. As you know, I like to alternate between interviews and solo episodes. So today, it's just me. And in fact, we are going to be talking a little bit more about the business side of food photography, food blogging, etc. And I kind of wanted to share where the idea for this podcast episode came from. So the podcast episode today really is about what is it like to run a creative business during an economic downturn, things to keep in mind to help push through and even thrive in a climate like this. And the idea for this podcast episode came kind of, you know, when two things collided. One was reflecting on where the little plantation, aka my business is, like how it's morphed and changed over the last 12 to gosh, like 24 months or so. And then also, if you follow me on Instagram, and if you tune into my Instagram stories, you'll know that often on a Thursday, I'll do a Q&A session. And somebody brought up the question, kind of raising like, now it's a little quieter in the summer, which is generally a quieter period for food photographers, food bloggers, etc. And, you know, like I'm doing this full time now, I'm freaking out a little bit. So it was kind of those two things colliding that was like, okay, you know what, let me record an episode so that anybody who hasn't seen my stories can still benefit from some of the things I have to share now, gosh, I don't know, five, six years into my business full time. So for me, it's been such an interesting period to run my creative business during an economic downturn, during a recession. So many things that we've had to adjust and change and respond to in this economic climate. And I think that would be my tip number one, as it were, like really to think about where, what are your clients' needs and how can you adjust your offering to meet them in this moment? So one of the things that we did, because we understand that money perhaps is a little bit tighter this season, is that we have a new program, the Advanced Signature Module 1, which is a behind the scenes, kind of an advanced you know, online course. And we really created it in such a way that we could offer that at a lower price point than our foundation course. So that was really thinking about rather than creating another flagship course, can we create something that really meets a particular need? And in doing so, it's a smaller offering that we can offer at a lower price tag, so to say. 
The other thing in terms of offerings that I'm doing as a food photographer is really stressing when I'm working with clients. I haven't changed my prices for one-offs or half days or what have you, like they are still the same. But what I have done in our communication said, I have this discount if you book me for X amount of sessions in advance. And that's always been on the table, but I've really pushed it to the fore so that clients can really think about what they need longer term, so to say, and get a, you know, a decent, nice discount for that longer term relationship than if they just book a one off. And also, I I honestly believe sometimes for startups, it makes more sense to have a half a day session with me and really focus on the core things so that they can get started and they can launch their website and all the things, then book in a full day. So I will say that to my startups and be like, listen, these are the options. I can offer a core package in the half a day. This is what it looks like. So, you know, really thinking about tiering your offerings and creating packages that still mean that you're not lowering your prices, but nonetheless, able to offer something that can meet clients in this economic climate. The second tip that I have and for me I'm no longer in Rick Mulready's mastermind so the year concluded but I can say that I already noticed a shift some more caution in people's willingness and also ability to either book me as a photographer or join my classes like I already noticed that I would say maybe around this time last year like if I compare it to 2020 where people are like what you have an online course boom I'm signing up you know it's like really immediate now people are much more considerate they're asking way more questions to make sure that the investment that they're making is worth their while which is great I really want people to join my courses or to book me as a food photographer because I am the right fit and so more questions in the beginning is always better right but I think I already noticed this kind of downward slump last year when I was in Rick Mulready's mastermind and what was helpful for me was to be in a mastermind with other business owners who were saying you know this is what we're observing we made so many sales in 2020 so many sales in 2021 and this is what it's looking like this year and the shifts and changes and then also how they were responding and it really, because for the longest time, I was like, oh my God, I'm doing something wrong. When in fact, the shifts and changes I was observing had nothing to do with me and everything to do with the financial climate we were in. So of course, you can join a mastermind and so helpful to be around other creators who are in the same position. It's so reassuring to know that it's not just you, but a general thing. But The other thing that was really helpful is to hear how others were responding to the moment that is now. And that kind of leads into the next tip is the messaging and the way that you're positioning your offering, be it a course, be it you as a content creator, whatever your service or offering is. Are you saying the exact same things that you were saying, you know, when we were booming? (laughs) And then if so, is there a space to readjust your messaging? And we most certainly did. And that really turned the launch that I was having at the time around and really yeah was it ended up being just fine you know it was a wonderful launch but it you know knowing that it wasn't me knowing there was nothing wrong with me knowing that my business wasn't doomed that it was a general trend 
and understanding that I needed to adjust my wording the way I was marketing my offerings to respond to the economic situation that we were in, that really turned things around. So I would say maybe rejig your sales page or rejig your bio on Instagram or rejig maybe your automated response or the way that you're laying out your rate cards or whatever it is to just position it for this economic climate. And I say this you know, a little hesitantly, because what I'm not suggesting is that you, you know, that your rate card screams cheap, cheap, cheap. But it is about what do people need? How can I meet that need? How can I make sure that they understand that this investment will result in XYZ? You know, because ultimately, like for me, again, I'm going to use my courses as a result. Ultimately, yes, people can do my course and enjoy it. But ideally, what people would like is that they spend that money and that therefore they can command higher fees when they work with brands or get noticed and stand out and, you know, so that they can make that investment back. And so if you want to be a food photographer and you want to shoot for a brand, how can you showcase and really exemplify that the investment they're making and working with you is worth their while? And I think in a moment like this, it's always important, but in a moment like this, it's essential. What I notice online is that there's like two camps of people, so to say. So this is my tip number four. Like there's two camps of people. There's the people who are all about, oh my God, mindset is everything and, you know, positive thinking and, you know, woo woo, this, that. And then you have people like, I don't believe in any of that. Coaches and mentors are just crap, <laughs> you know, and I kind of sit in the middle where I so strongly believe that our mindset really, really impacts how we show up, how confidently we market our service, how confidently we position ourselves in the market, how confidently we speak about, you know, how confidently we sell what we have to offer. Like if we don't believe in it or if we doubt ourselves, it's so hard to kind of shout about what you have to offer from the rooftops, you know, without your voice breaking. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that mindset piece is so important. But then I also believe there's no point in, you know, twirling your thumbs and wishing the money come to come in and clients to find you if you're not willing to do the actual work and take the action. So, you know, I love a little bit of woo-woo mixed with a good dose of practicality. And so all that to say, I do think if you're in the mindset of, oh my God, it's an economic downturn, no one's going to pay for a food photographer, no one's going to hire a food content creator, I'm too expensive. Like if you step into any negotiation or any marketing platform, social media platform with that in mind, it will seep through. It's like you're signaling that you're open for negotiation and reduction of price. And the other thing that that creates is kind of, it creates almost like a negative spiral. Like if you're so like, oh my God, no one's good. I haven't had a booking for like a month. Oh my God, what am I going to do? You know, the, all that kind of, all that kind of stuff. It really clouds your thinking, clouds your creativity, robs you of the joy of what you're doing versus thinking, you know what, I'm going to figure this out. It is tough, but I'm going to take XYZ action. It really opens up your mind. And I find that if I'm in that doom and gloom phase, it doesn't serve me. It doesn't lead to more sales. It doesn't build my confidence. But if I say something like, 
okay, the economic climate sucks, but your offering is shebang on point. What can you do to convey that better? And then just come up with ideas. I take notes. So I find really working on your mindset, not blocking yourself, allowing it to be open, allowing it to generate new ideas, creative marketing ideas. That's the key. So it goes back to you don't have to join a mastermind. You don't have to join my mastermind, but have some friends, ideally in the industry, who understand where you're coming from, that you can, you know, you can dump all your emotions onto, and then they can say, okay, you've had a good cry. Now, what are you going to do? What is the next action? You know, who can pull you out or good soundboard, pull you out and allow you to start generating some ideas. If not, things become almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy. If you're sulking, if you're upset, you're not going to take the necessary action to thrive in this economic climate. The other thing is, I always think, and and again, it leads, it's a nice lead on to the next point. So my tip number five is really have an honest sit down and look at what you're doing in terms of your marketing. So, you know, this is one of the things for me, I really had to give myself a kick in the butt because for the very longest time, I didn't have to do any aggressive marketing and the inquiries just came flooding in. And I'm very, very lucky that I still have really strong marketing channels that operate whilst I'm asleep, so to say, all the things. But that's been a really good lesson for me is it's not good to just rely on those, especially not when the economy is in a little bit of a shambles. Like even if your calendar is full, it is so important to keep the marketing wheels spinning. So right now I'm completely booked up. I cannot take anybody new until at least October. I don't care. I still need to keep the marketing channels, like the marketing wheels spinning because the clients and the setup and all the things I have now really come from the work that I did three to six months ago. So if I stop marketing three to six months from now, you know, I'm not is not going to be great. (laughs) Like I need to continue working on my marketing. And sometimes we get so stuck in the weeds and especially during a boom phase, like where maybe we don't have to actively pitch or, you know, reach out to past clients or whatever it is that you're doing for your marketing efforts. We're like, oh my God, the, you know, the inquiries are just coming through. And I, all I need to do is post a photo on Instagram once a week and it's all good. You know, like that can happen in a boom phase, but in an economic downturn, that's probably not going to cut the mustard. So really sitting down and looking at your marketing plan, looking at how you're acquiring new clients and potentially, depending on where you are with your client inquiries, etc., doubling down on that. I also think sometimes quieter periods in our business can actually be a blessing in disguise. I appreciate that we all need to pay our bills and I appreciate that that sometimes can feel a little bit scary. But, you know, if we're only go, go, go and we work in our business or on our business, eventually, eventually, economic downturn or not, that will come back to haunt us. So quieter periods are a great way for you to maybe start a new channel or bolster up your SEO or, you know, any weak spots that you have in your creative business. Now is the time to start working on those. 
right? Like now is the time to do all the things that you haven't done, the rate card that you needed to create, following up a missed payments from past clients, like all the things that you've put off because you've been so stuck in the weeds. Like now is the time to do those things. So again, sit down, take inventory of where you're putting all your eggs, like which basket you're putting all your eggs in. See if there's another basket that needs creating or filling up of one of the baskets that you've got. So really use this as an opportunity to really build the infrastructure of your business. So now you've got the time, it's a little quieter, make the most of it. My next tip, and I appreciate it's not so helpful to know this now, but I'm still going to leave you with this. So I also have to say, I'm generally, I've mentioned this before in the podcast, I'm not a big risk taker when it comes to my creative business so i like playing it safe i guess and so for me if i make fifty thousand in a year for argument's sake i'm not going to spend those fifty thousand a heap of that is going to be set aside to reinvest back into the business and then other things are going to be set aside for a rainy day and so that means that if we are in an economic downturn or if there's a dip and there's always ebbs and flows in running a creative business that's part and parcel of the process so for that i always have my safety fund i always have my safety fund i really budget i budget daily i look at my accounts daily to understand what's coming in what's going out and also you know if i'm noticing that there's more going out I have two options, three really. One is to ensure that more comes in or to stop so much from going out or both, you know. So now as you acquire your clients, make sure you've got some money aside to reinvest in the business, some money aside for rainy day. And then the other is for you to live and do your thing, (laughs) right? But that kind of budgeting, that is essential, especially now. And then the final tip I would have is maybe this is a great time to build a new revenue stream. So if you're a food content creator, maybe now is the time to start offering your food photography services on the side or to build your ebook or a digital product or run an in-person workshop or I don't know, like the list is endless. And it all is about what you can do, what feels good, what your audience wants. But maybe now is the time to not just rely on the one thing that you're doing, but to build out something else. Like for me, I, you know, when I was in, at university, there was, I used to work at a, at a bagel store, like a deli type of thing. And one of the mantras there was like, there's never nothing to do. There is never nothing to do. You know what I mean? Like if the inquiries are not coming in, great, like double down on XYZ, build XYZ, do XYZ. And also that's going to put you in a completely different mindset that we have the word again, allow you to step into action. There we have the action piece again and turn things around. That's it. (laughs) I hope this was helpful. I hope this sparked some ideas and some thoughts. 
And as I've hinted throughout the episode, I am resuming my Fearless Focus Mastermind this autumn. So autumn 2023, it's going to be the last one I'm going to run for. uh, and, And the next one isn't going to be till 2025. So if you're like, I need more of this. I want to dig more and deeper into this. I started my creative business. I'm a food content creator, food photographer. I love the creative. I love doing things. I'm just completely lost on all the other business stuff or I know the business stuff, but I want to get so much better. I want to navigate this economic downturn with more confidence, more ability, more know-how. Then be sure to head to the show notes and join the waiting list. If you're on the waiting list, you will hear about doors opening before anyone else. And if you're listening to this after the fact, you can still head to the show notes, still join the waiting list for when the mastermind reopens. And I'll also be sure to include my rate card template, a link to that in the show notes. Everything and anything mentioned will be in the show notes too. So it's definitely worth a visit. And that's it for me. I'll be back same time, same place in about two weeks stay well. Before I leave you, I wanted to say thank you so, so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. I also wanted to let you know that this podcast was brought to you by my Eat, Capture, Share newsletter community, and I'd love for you to join. I will pop the details on how you can join my creative community in the show notes, so do go and check it out. Also, if you enjoy the podcast, it means so much if you can rate, review, and subscribe. All those things will help the podcast to grow and to reach the right audience. And yeah, you'd kind of make my day. All right, see you soon. Take care. 